And hello. You hello. I'm <laughs> just ignore me. Well, don't. I mean, technically, I guess you wouldn't be here if you wanted to ignore me. I, I'm not sure if my signal is coming through. I'm a little rusty. It's been a while. Hello, everybody. This is streaming consciousness. Consciously streaming because I don't really know. <laughs> it's a thing. I, I know that the podcast has not been happening for a bit. Um, had some health stuff early this summer, which was a drag and a bore. Um, and just honestly, I'm in, I'm still in transition. You know, last year, I thought I was in transition, you know, in a state of change, right? <laughs> you know, we all kind of were, are still. Um, and so I thought last year I was of the mind that that was where the change was really happening, right? That was, that was the place, you know, all these things were going on in the world and in everybody's lives because of what was going on in the world. And then there's just your life, the stuff that, you know, is your family, relational, friend circle stuff that is already happening to you or to, or because of you, whatever. So everybody had a lot last year. And I did too. And nothing really, it, it triggered a lot of things. It triggered a lot of changes that frankly, I should have made long before, which was a good thing. Um, but the feeling that I had this t around this time last year that, you know, the time that I spent, you know, with this person, that it had been significant enough and that I had done enough, like growth, that I did not know who I would be on the other side. And I was really, frankly, the, the few, one really good thing, well, there are several, there are so many good things, because, you know, these things, situations are complicated. They are neither all good nor all bad. Sometimes the bad stuff brings really great stuff with it, and sometimes the good stuff brings a lot of trash. So I'm just saying, yes, I remember when it first happened, when the break first happened, I, I was first relieved a little because um, I needed to take care of myself properly and I had not been doing that and so I was exhausted um, and that was me that was all me that was like not even the way we did things it was for whatever reason in that moment the reason way I was doing things um, so yeah it wasn't a yeah so it, it was just me needing to um, rest, but also this excitement, the sense of like adventure, because I realized I didn't know who I was. I didn't, 
I mean, my core hasn't changed much, but like everybody else, I get in my own way a lot. And so there are things that don't necessarily surface because of my fears and inconsistencies and weirdnesses and all of that stuff. And I'd, I'd, I'd gotten out of my own way in, a, in, a, in significant ways during that time. But a lot of the energy and um, good effect was being, was, was mostly focused around the relationship and just my life generally. So it wasn't like I could like step outside of the situation and really see how much of this is me, how much of it is him, how much of it is us together, as far as what the, what which changes were actually mine. So I was excited because I felt that one of the feelings I had was excitement because I felt that this time, this like last year, I was thinking this time next year, I will have a sense of who this new person is. And let me tell you, <laughs> oh, here's the thing. I'm turning 47 this year. I do not care. This is one of the things that I have realized is that I, that I've always recognized that the degree to which my instinct to care about what other people think is dysfunctional. I've always felt that that was a really, really bad thing. And so a lot of my life, I, 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 I was aware that it was not grounded in a functional. I stopped caring because, you know, my parents were like, you know, impossible to please. And I realized like I was sitting on, I remember it. Like, I don't even know. I remember the day. I remember I'm sitting on the deck, having a conversation with company that's not, that I don't want to have with company that's not mine because it wasn't okay for someone to walk into our house to see some person in the house. And for me to, to say hello, direct them back and continue to read my book. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking of all the ways in which these gold goalposts have sh changed and shifted and moved. And I just realized I was never going to please these people. And I started pleasing myself. But when you're a kid, you kind of have to pretend like you still want to please the people. And I do if they're pleasable and if I feel like it. And so, but what I'd done, speaking of getting in your own way, was build a lot of structures and fail safes and, <laughs> and like little hop, what are the things that you hop over? Hurdle, hurdles and things to check that natural instinct. So I tend to check in a lot more than maybe people should should um i tend to go third position i know and and i'm not even using the term right i'm sure because i think i'm mixing up ballet and neurolinguistic programming stuff um but i my natural instinct in 
confrontations and conversations, et cetera, et cetera, is at some point to step outside of myself and try to see that because frankly, if you cannot see the thing from the other person's perspective, if you cannot like imagine how they got there, how in the world are you gonna beat them? How else, how on earth are you gonna win the argument? This is just my opinion that I am at my most effective <laughs> in a debate <laughs> when I can make your argument for you better than you can. But I have, a pro I have problems, I admit it. I have issues so <laughs> no no no. but the thing is so i so i was really in my own way a lot in terms of how much i thought about what people were thinking about what i was doing and how i was showing up for people because i i felt concerned that people would find me cold or disinterested in them um i was concerned that people would feel feel i was unkind or uncaring and I'm not but I'm and I, but I'm also you know I'm me I'm I'm talking like this because it helps me I'm on air at midnight because frankly I can't get my head back into my body like I just can't I'm like completely I just can't I it just which which means I'm not sleeping well, which means I'm, and, and apparently right now, it means that I'm super emotional and everything is very upsetting. Everything. I mean, we're living in an upsetting time. And so um, my, my shielding from that isn't as good as it usually is. And I'm... So I'm having this moment and I'm trying to figure out what in the world, what in the world is going on? Like, why, why am I feeling like this right now? Have I really only been talking for 10 minutes? Because it feels like it's been three hours, at least not 10 minutes. That is so weird. Okay. I've only been talking for 10 minutes. Funny. And usually somebody shows up, but then again, it has been a really long time since I've done. Sorry, distracted. I'm so distractible right now. So like I said, my head won't fit in my body. Um, and what I'm kind of coming to There is a really, there's a really wonderful, beautiful, I just, I mean, I mean, just wicked, intelligent, eloquent, strong, bright, 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 bright woman who, um, who died, um, not too long ago, I think it was was it earlier this month or last month I think and one of the things she she tweeted something that I'm going to read her name is I used to watch her on I I only became aware of her because of um 
what is it called? The Grapevine, which is really amazing. It's great to see. And Aisha K. Fanes. She was a journalist and she had her own business that she did. I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. I love what she does this like this archetypal approach to femininity and seductiveness. And I which I which for me is deeply satisfyingly old school um, and reasonable. But anyway, Aisha K. Faines, she said, if you are, she tweeted earlier this year in April, if you're a black woman determined to be happy by any means necessary, get over your fear of judgment and any desire for validation. Your journey towards liberated bliss will lead you into uncharted terrain and unconventional life choices and some folks will be big mad <laughs> and i just thought to myself my path has always corrected toward happy i like being happy i mean there are times that people you know and that i've been in community with would ask me um various questions about how and why why I move the way I do when it comes to relationships and when it comes to all relationships, friendships, work work relationships, et cetera, et cetera. And how I have the bravery sometimes to say the thing that people don't want to say, et cetera. And the and how I know when it's time to go. <laughs> and what I always say is that my course corrects towards joy my my tr my path bends towards joy and i i i love being happy and i don't like being unhappy i get bored it's boring being unhappy i mean seriously i've been seriously mostly not happy i can't say well i've had the majority not happy i did that for like a year and too long and it is boring because frankly, all you can do is think about the old stories or try to find someone new to tell it to and clutch your pain to you like, <laughs> like you don't know who you'll be if you let it go. You can do that. I mean, we can do that. We all have that option. And generally speaking, it is not mine. It is not like my first, second, or fifth choice. And I've had a very difficult life. I've had a very, my life is difficult. It is complicated. And it, is, and it has been more difficult and more complicated than absolutely necessary for all sorts of reasons. Some of those things have to do with me. Too much of it having to do with other people. Um... But, <laughs> but, 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 what I do have control, so I don't always have control over what my life is doing, but I, I have a lot of control over my own emotional state and choosing the happy, whatever that means, is, is something that I've always kind of done. And even in those really difficult times, where the situation should be saying to you, you know what, there is no happy to be found here. Stop trying to be a Pollyanna or whatever. 
But of course, there is, there's always something. And if there isn't something, you can make something that will make you feel that way. You know what I mean? Starting a project for no good reason. Starting a project, you know, something big and ambitious and whatever. It, it brings, you know, gets the fire back into the blood and stuff. And you start to feel really good. So my, I course correct towards joy. And last in the last few years, that those <laughs> that that path, that journey has led me into places. I mean, Aisha K. Fain's told no lies, very much uncharted territory, very much unconventional. Hey, it's it's you guys. Hi, C, how you doing? Hi, Grandum. I, okay, so I'm just talking. You're not you. <laughs> okay. So, so it has led me into like these really making, it's forced me to go as I've learned more about the kind of joy that's possible for me even, that journey has forced me to go through places and dismantle those hurdles, those obstacles, those barriers that sort of tamp down my natural don't give a damn. That tamp down, that, that kept in check the I don't care what you think that much monster. It is, uh, and so I'm a little afraid of myself right now, frankly. And I'm, and I think that is what I've been sort of processing over the past. <laughs> I think that's the reason why it feels like I'm just, my head will not fit into my body. My brain is just, it's because I'm just, it's like I, it's like I just sort of disassociated from myself. I was like, you, I don't know if I'm going to like you on the other side of this. So you and me aren't talking for a little while. And I can just tell, I couldn't, I was like feeling all these feelings and not, I love doing these lives. And this is going to tell you, I do them for me. <laughs> I totally do them for me because there are things when I am like all full up of whatever and I have no idea what the issue is. Doing a live is what helps me understand myself. So like just now, just now figuring out that I've been all out of sorts in, for, for, for a while now because I figured out that I don't, I, I've reached the, the, the barriers between my, the, the, a lot of the filters that I put in place to protect the world from, from who I am. That's how I always think of it. Protecting the world from who I am. The person who doesn't really care that much about what people think, person who's kind of happy to say the truth just because it's simpler and gets all the garbage over with faster 
um, who who dwells, who lives, who lives for the uncomfortable and the complicated and the <laughs> layered and the nuanced, and who is frankly a big mouth and very opinionated and thinks they're always right. And, and here's the thing, I don't think I'm always right. What I do think is that usually I do not open my mouth unless I'm sure. A lot of times when I give something like that's an opinion or whatever, very often I've done research and I have my, you know, I'm an INTP. And so I get really obsessional, research obsessed over random things. So I have a lot of useless junk crawling around in here in this head of mine that has, that's not necessarily linked to <laughs> each other or even stuff that is from this century. So I will find out. So if I'm interested in something, I try to find out everything I can about it, which means that there are a lot of topics, not a, not a lot like as in, you know, as in as that exists, but too many for, for comfortable conversation with me sometimes that I will know a lot about and I will not and I used to couch that so much in <sighs> pretend uncertainty and I find that my desire to hold on my recognition of the times in when I'm engaging that pretend uncertainty in order to make the other person not feel as if I think too highly of myself. Um, I used to do that without thinking about it. It wasn't something that I worried about or thought about. I, I just did it. It just happened, right? Suddenly there I was all uncertain and unsure and couldn't know. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of think blah, blah, whatever. A lot of qualifying language. And um, I, it was it was effortless. These days, these, these days, the scenes of that are definitely showing. I, I see it. And I don't know if I'm going to like me when this is over. I don't know because I'm telling you, I'd be up in these clubhouse rooms and sometimes I just look at myself and I, I'm, 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 and shake my head and think, girl, girl, sit down and shut up. Just sh sh stop it. You've done enough. But the thing is, is that, you know, I like me. I like, I, 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 at my core, when I think about me, I, you know, warts and all, I like myself. I know that I talk too much sometimes. I know that I can be know-it-all about some subjects. And you know what? The truth is, while I may not know it all, I probably know most of it if I'm going on about it like I do. And <laughs> I like that about me. Um... I would like to be more curious. I think I need what I what I would want to be. What I would want to add to that is more curiosity that I engage with 
with other humans. I should, that's, that's how I, I should clarify that because I am a very curious person. And what I will do, because this is how I was raised. All right. But what I'll do is I'll go away. I'll go, I'll go and I'll read stuff and research stuff. And then the internet happened and oh my goodness, my little heart just started to beat triple quadruple time because you know now you could i didn't have to go to the library and i could just think of questions i mean i was getting up at all hours of the night because i think i would think tires what year did they become a thing where when did they become black you know you know what i mean just things that i would think of and, and I, all i needed to do was turn on the computer and ask you know yahoo so um yeah, and so that's how I do things. And and there's a certain part of me that really hesitates to take up people's time with things that maybe I could look up. Um, there's also, I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna seem too nosy even though I'm, because I'm aware, I am also intensely interested in everything about them. Like I'm aware, like my head, in my head, I'm thinking there are so many things I want. So I just don't ask anything. And so I, I would like to become braver about being curious about people and being curious about their knowledge. Um, in their field right because to me it just feels rude I, it, there's it feels rude to me to you know take up an expert's time with questions that if i did some research i could find the answer myself but what i'm aware of is given that i am like this close to letting go of the whole I want you to think I'm sweet and nice and stuff. So I'm going to pretend to be very uncertain. <laughs> it's just about broken. <laughs> then hopefully there are other ways that I will like myself better. I, I think I would like myself better if I was more. And also it scares me. The, the idea of like engaging that way with people scares me because I am not that good at it. And I don't like to do things I'm not good at. <laughs> I just don't do them a lot of times, which is just not the way to roll, but um, I'm, I'm working on it. Um, so I think that this is my next challenge. And for me, I do worry about losing touch with what is, I worry about losing touch with my self-awareness that keeps me from being a complete jerk, <laughs> right? I worry about losing touch with that. And, and, and of course, like many of us who were raised with in the, who do you think you are style of parenting, I live in terror that if I like myself, it means that I've got a big head. So uh, I, I'm, and I'm also losing track of that, you know, by the by the second. Um, because I'm almost ready, and I and actually am ready and have been have decided and have allowed myself to just think, 
you know what, if this person thinks that I'm a, a snob or a snot or a, a jerk, or I, I really am fine with that. That's really okay with me. I do not care. Uh, and while that does not apply across the board, it is something that is becoming much, much more of a policy than a blip. So I'm, oi, I, I'm gonna, hi, hi Lily. Um, or Liege, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm saying your name wrong. So I'm saying all that to, well, I'm saying all of this to say, I'm saying all of this to say it because I need to, I need to, my, 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 I need my brains to stop, you know, running over time and overheating the rest of my, overheating my head and detaching it from my body, which is what it feels like is happening right now. Um, and this helps a lot to be able to just kind of speak one's thoughts into everyone who, who wants to, you know, listen for a few or, or whatever. Um, change is really hard and it's complicated. And we're always afraid of getting it wrong. I am afraid of getting it wrong. I am afraid of ending up on the other side of this, someone who is less wise and I like being wise someone who 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 pays who pays less attention to what is happening around them and loses their sense of perception and proportion i like having a sense of perception and proportion and i don't want to lose those things and i i think possibly i was just trying to find a way to not I was trying to find a way, I think I was waiting for the thing to come along that would, my next frontier, that would make me feel it's okay to stop freaking out so much about not caring about what people think and being willing to live in that space of, you think I'm a jerk, you think I'm a smarty pants, you think I'm dumb, you think, and just not caring. Um, because I, I, I do feel that, you know, other people's expectations keep us in check a lot sometimes and that can be mm, I don't know if it's ever how whether it's ever really a good thing it, if we if we have a connection that we honor and in that case yes that the those expectations that you know that cultivate that care for that that connection and that bond with that person, those expectations, like, like there are people in my life who have the right to expect certain things of me and have the right to expect me to show up in certain ways because that's who I am to them. And in my love for them, I said to myself, this is who I am for them. And they've, and they've relied on me being that just like in their love for me, this is who they are to me, and and I rely and I rely on them being like that. So, said all that, I did have a point when I started that particular piece of. Right, 
being worried about changing too much. Um, but I'm also, so I don't want to, there are people that I don't want to lose, but I don't not want to lose them enough not to make the change. But I would still like to feel that at the end of this, I at least will like me if other people go, oh, oh my gosh, who's, what did she do? I, she was, she used, she's, she's different now. She used to be so nice. I was never nice. I always tell people that, but anyway, you're like, no, 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 you're so nice. I'm like, it's, it's really offensive when you keep saying that because it's not true. Um, anyway, um, what is it? Right. So having this new hill to climb of like trying this scary question asking thing with of people, uh, it, it, it will be very good for me. It will help me to stay grounded. So yay, you know, now some of my brain can go back into my head, hopefully, and I can like figure out how I feel, how it feels to be a part of my body again. <laughs> 